Hello. Hi. Welcome to Pot with Pots. I'm Francesca. And I'm Sarah Potts. And I'm Nelson. Yes, today is a super special episode. We have our first guest ever on the podcast. So be nice. Oh, bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> be nice. Keep your torches on the ground. Don't kick them. Yeah. That would be expert advice. Yeah. I, I could get a butane torch and be a normal person, but then I would have no excuse to look at all the sexy lesbians at Home Depot. So. All around win. Yeah, honestly. It's just a 10 out of 10. It's so much better to have a protein tank just for that reason alone. Let's go lesbians. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. I'm so <laughs> we are recording this right at the end of Pride Month, so very fitting. Yeah, so let's talk about, I guess, rainbow capitalism and weed now that we've put that up. <coughs> I think that it's okay that um, the company I work for went rainbow with our icon because a bisexual person made the icon rainbow. But, yeah. Yeah, right? I feel like that no longer rainbow capitalism because I had a fun time at work doing the little clicky click. I was like, look, I made it rainbow. By rights. By rights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of making a bisexual flag version of our logo just to add to my email signature. That'd be dope. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Right? Just be like, hello, thank you so much, Francesca, bisexual. <laughs> Why isn't that on your business cards, actually? Literally. <laughs> Honestly, that's what it should say instead of a title. Not social meetup. Francesca, bisexual. Bisexual. Bisexual consultant. Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we do have Nelson here for a reason. He works in the industry with Francesca. I do. Um, you work inventory, inventory manager? Yeah, I am yeah. the inventory and purchasing manager. So he buys like all such the good an exciting job. that I bring for us I, <laughs> I got to say, I do love it. You know, it's, it's great being able to see where the market's going and like, order for it do numbers and graphs make you excited um not really it's more like (laughs) strains every every monday when they do like menu releases and seeing like how advanced mass is finally getting after right the slow creep up um but yeah i love it What, like five years into legalization now yeah, about five, I'd say. Yeah, five or six. So you know, we're we're just barely getting our legs on the ground. Yeah, we're figuring it out. Yeah, cannabis is slow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm not a good hostess. No, it's okay. Nelson's been ashing into his hands, so okay. he didn't have to ash on my floor. Yes. Gentlemen. I will take that. Thank you. I love yeah, that see, Francesca took such care to clean all of her glass bongs, and then Nelson gets here, he's like, I can't rip bongs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Bongs just, like, r- roast my lungs. Like, it's, I can't even, like, if I take a hit and I'm, like, a child coughing, I can't do it. It's, yeah. it's terrible. But you dab though, so I dab. Yeah. I do. Da- you I can't. Yeah, there a little bit. Uh, I usually I was gonna bring the card and then I looked at it and I was like, "Wow, you're dirty. That's embarrassing. Put it back." Yeah. But I am definitely a Focus V card. I love it. That's I'm what like, we carry at the know. store. I don't know if my aura is charged, but the battery definitely doesn't last as long as your battery on the card. Like if love I it. had fully charged the aura, like left it charging overnight, then each one of us would probably get like you know, two to five hits. Really? And then it would die. Wow. Yeah. And it would be like, RIP, um, like, thank you so much for playing and for participating. Yeah, the, yeah. um, the card is great. I love how, like, versatile it is. The, like, the party function, which, like, you can control on the app is, like, great. Especially if, like, when I'm hanging out with my friends, I just kind of, like, load some dabs mm-hmm. and hand around the circle and then turn it on on the app and nobody has to, like, 
where you adjust the heat, you just keep passing it around. It's yeah, wonderful. For the Aura, it shuts off after a minute, so then you have to teach all of your friends how to tap it correctly to turn yeah. it back on. And because, yeah. like, three taps changes the temperature, but two taps turns it on and off. Like, but then five taps turns the whole machine off. And it's just, you're tapping in the same place. Nobody ever gets it. They're, they're always stoned. Yeah, and it's especially like, if they're high. Yeah. yeah, and so they always change the temperature, like, and then you have to pass it back. And then it's like, oh, no, I died. Can I can I have a battery pack, please? I need help. Yeah, and the card has a pass-through function. So if, like, it's, yeah. like, dead and you're trying to use it, you can plug it in and still use it. So candy pens say that that's that you can use it like that, but you'll plug it in and for the first like 10 20 minutes that it's plugged in, it's like I don't have enough battery to work even though I'm Ouch. plugged in. I yeah, can't do sorry. it. It's like I'm so sorry, like this mountain you would like me to climb. I'm just going <laughs> to sit down at the bottom of it. Um and you can go up alone. Hopefully you have something else. Like always going to be an uphill battle and I am not going to make it move. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Miley. It's just not going to happen. Um, but congratulations on your whole... Miley Cyrus is a celebrity that I am surprised has not gone into celebrity weed yet. Honestly. That's honestly... Right? Isn't she sober now? No. Yeah, <laughs> and she always talks about how like her family is a bunch of major stoners, but she doesn't do it anymore. You, you can't say that and have a cannabis tattoo on you. Yeah. Well, because she went through that whole, you know, the whole era. The whole bangers era. Bangers era. So, yeah. and then she got clean and sober for the Malibu album, and she yeah. hasn't gone back, I guess. But now she's doing rock and roll again, and you would think rock and roll and drugs, right? Those would... So <laughs> this is... Is this strain specific? Is I it honestly Skittles? don't know. I'm like... Francesca's um, attempting to open a package yeah. of mana tabs with her long ass fingernails right now, and I'm just enjoying watching it happen. Yeah, right? have you guys it's talked about mana tabs? No, no. So, mana tabs are great. However, the first experience I had with it, um, it was super fast acting and super potent. However, the taste was not there. So I'm hoping I can redeem myself, or they can redeem in flavoring with yeah. the, uh, the with Skittles. the Skittles. Uh, but flavors. orange is trash. Yeah. Mm, yeah. The the effects Effect were great. Right. Like the it says it's a sativa and it has energy. It that's 100%. This smells true. good, but it also kind of smells like children's medicine on it first does. thought. Um that does remind me of getting like the liquid children's like a medicine. Of emergency. Yeah. Yeah, also like that. Like when they're like emergency now Are in a they different flavor. Distillate or they full spec? What's Well, they have added terpenes. Okay. So that's better than nothing. One of the yeah. last ingredients is added terpenes. So, in the words of that hot botanically bisexual derived I saw on TikTok last night, yeah, talk terpy <laughs> to me. I had to sit through. I didn't have to sit through, but I was high, so I did sit or, through yeah, a like <laughs> sixty second video of this female bud tender being like, Ew, "If you want to get your bud tender hot and bothered, just talk terpy to me." And I was like, "Oh my god, if somebody was just trying to impress me by talking about terpenes, I would be so annoyed at them wasting my time. Do not encourage this behavior. Yeah, You're a pretty girl. You cannot go out on the internet and tell people things like this. They will listen to you, you and they will come in and bother like, me." Cannabis pick me is a thing now, you know? Yeah. You know, if I if I can <laughs> see a customer comes in or a consumer comes in and sees that they know cannabis, I Ooh, the package different color. Sorry, Ooh, I like that. They're in so these then... little tubes. Yeah, they, the um, to this, pop them? yeah, this you like push up on the tab. Okay, it's okay like... so they are not long nail friendly. No, they are not. <laughs> Jewels, not tools. Okay, so how many? Do um, take so they're five one? milligrams each. They go under your tongue. Okay, 
Um, really, it's up to you how many you want to take. And you have the drink ready. It's water-soluble, so as soon as it starts to dissolve, that means that the coating has dissolved away. Ooh. So you're good to swallow them as soon as it's dissolved a little bit. Okay, I'm going to take um, the baby's dose and just I recommend one. letting it dissolve, and don't let it touch the top of your tongue. Right. Just let it dissolve and then throw it back like a shot. Okay. Oh my god, the little contains THC mark on it is so tiny and so cute. Yeah. Um, so they do work wonderfully. So just letting you know, they're great. But like, let's see. Cheers to this. (laughs) See, this one's not too bad. Yeah, I mostly taste the watermelon soda. Oh yeah, it doesn't taste like medicine. It tastes like Tums. Like the wild berry tums. Okay, so this one isn't as bad as the last one. The last one was overpowering on whatever chemical they used. This one's like, not bad. It's I honestly think, not. I think what they're trying to mask is the flavor of the mana sugar. Alright, in for the second. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so these are supposed to be activated within two to three minutes because they're water soluble. Which is like the, one of the number one problems I hear from people who don't either like edibles or are hesitant to try edibles is the amount of time that they yeah. take to kick in. And I get that because I take edibles to sleep. Like, I take them all day to microdose, but then, like, when I take them to sleep, it's really annoying because I wait, like, two, sometimes three hours until yeah. I fall asleep. If people don't so. believe me when I tell them it can take up to two hours for an edible to hit they them. They don't. Yeah. Especially, you know, and, like, people don't understand that the bigger meal you eat, mm-hmm. that's going to take longer. Your digestive system altogether, like, yeah. it depends on each person. And, mm-hmm. like, being in the industry, you have to learn that by trial and failure. Like, everybody has a bad edible story. Like, everybody does. So, I tell everybody, it's better to start small and then go big. Everybody's heard that. Yeah. And they still don't believe you, which I get, because yep. I still don't believe myself. I'll still be like, oh man, it's only been an hour and I want to be higher than this. And then I wake <laughs> up the next day with, like, a weed hangover and I'm like, everything is groggy. Literally. Grogginess is in my soul and in my spirit. It's who I am. It's what I live for. No, not to be bougie, but that's why I, like, don't trust street edibles anymore. Because, like, you could have three bars of the one chocolate bar and be, like, fine. And then have this, you know, another batch, have the same three bars. Then all of a sudden you're like, what is going on? Paranoid high. Yeah, Yeah, the dosing isn't consistent. So a lot of people are used to that with edibles as well. They're used to, like, something homemade where... You know, in mass, it's so regulated that if you're getting it from a dispensary, excuse me, and it says, you know, four and a half milligrams, that's that's what it is. Yeah. I love that they're like 4.68. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, these, do you yes. have the bag over there? These are actually a little bit higher. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. These, oh, wait, yeah, I have a different bag. Yeah, so per serving, these are 5.5. Yeah, and the other ones that we have at the store are 5.45. Yeah, so these are right yeah. at the variance, so the 10%. Yeah. If uh, in the recreational market, if it has to be within 110%. Um, so, like, if it hits anything over 110, you can't sell it on the adult use side, which is like terrible for now, but yeah. hopefully it'll change. And until then, oh, I guess you'll have to eat more candy. Yeah. Like, what a fucking bummer. Yeah. I am so sorry that is the cross you have to bear oh, man. as an adult use user. But people I don't do think act we'd like need to invest more money in trying to find, like, sugar-free, uh, edible. Yeah. I know so many diabetic few. people who can't do yeah. edibles because they're all chocolate and 
like fruit chews and yeah. the only one that I know that is sugar free is from my understanding Betty's Eddie's because they use right. vegetables yeah. yep. instead of um, like sugars they all use like a, a vegetable that's high in like a natural sugar um, so they use that uh, we we had someone like come in looking for gluten free edibles which, yeah. the other day which was like I was like whoa why are all of these gummies like exposed or vegan to edibles <laughs> there's so many markets that haven't been cornered in the edible department you know absolutely yeah. mass is just starting to get into like and if some hippie doesn't take care of these markets now Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow and Goop are going to move in like butchers don't you dare let Goop get their goddamn <laughs> disgusting hands on cannabis <laughs> I do not want to see Gwyneth Paltrow's RSO pussy capsule. no Within the next what? decade, that's what? all Gwyneth you know she does would do that. is make things for people's vaginas, and you're not yeah. supposed to be putting these things in or around or near your vaginas. And she's like, Ouch. "Steam your pussy," and <laughs> every gynecologist like, is yes. like, "Please don't, don't do this." Do that. They're like, and she's like, "But I do it." She's like, "But I do it," and like science, you know, I don't know. But my Netflix special, you can trust that. I'm blonde and walking on the beach. Health. Health. Prosperity. <laughs> Fertility. <laughs> and I totally feel like RSO pussy capsules would be something she would get into. Oh, yeah. Especially if Miley is staying out of the game. <laughs> like. I would buy Miley's pussy capsules. I would. Yeah, they, might, way, way they, might, they might sell, because, like, we have a lot of people coming into the store and be like, hey, do you guys have the infused lubricant? I'm like, yeah. Really? When can we get the infused lubricant? Elson? I'm looking. I'm looking at it. So like, I'm I'm hoping to get it within the next few orders because like a lot of people apparently ask about it. So it which I'm very As a person who doesn't suffer from like endometriosis or like painful penetrative sex, I could do without it. Yeah, I'm, I can uh, honestly do without it. It's not great. I think it's still fun. Yeah, the people that came in and explained <laughs> it to us when I worked in Middleborough were super funny about it. Um, and, uh, yeah, they came in and, like, the inventors of the product and were explaining on how to use it. I was like, this is sick. And I was like, so, like, you get high from this? And she was like, yeah, it's... It's, it's like a body high. It gives you a yeah. nice body high, and, and like, I appreciate that. It adds a little zhuzh to the orgasms. They were like, uh, she was talking about how, like, uh, it's not filtered through, like, the conventional way so it's like a more intense body high and i was like whoa like that's that's crazy like a my old uh, gm steve evans literally used to tell me in california his like favorite things were infused suppositories and i was like what mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like dude like I it just it. works really well and i was like i believe you hear me out i would rather smoke a blunt personally but like <laughs> hear me out and he was like, listen, man, if you ever get the chance to try it, just try it. He was like, it's a crazy high. And I was like, I can take your word for it. And uh, I have yet to see them on the mass market, so that's yeah. a good thing. I'm you can honestly, make your own. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that New Englanders would be as open to sticking no, marijuana wouldn't. up their buttholes as nope. people on the West Coast people would be. People <laughs> are barely, like, you know, we have customers come in, and I'm like, they're looking for something specific for, like, an ailment. And I'm like, well, come try this flower. And they're like, oh, no, I, I don't smoke. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay. But you do. No, I only eat edibles. It's the, There is no difference. You know, the THC is hitting your system the same way. You're like still going to piss matter. positive on a drug test, so... I mean, like, I get people not wanting to smoke because of, like, asthma or lung mm-hmm. problems. Because I have asthma. 
But if it's because you think that you're not a pothead or a stoner, quote unquote, because you're just because you're not gummies. actually smoking, you're just eating cute little chocolates. Like I got fucking news for you, bitch. You're a stoner. <laughs> yeah. In like you know, in Middleborough, I used to have this customer that came in from the Cape uh, once a month, or I'm sorry, once her allotment. She literally would come in. Every six days. Max out her allotment. Max out her allotment. I respect that. people that do that. Spend like two grand and mostly on edibles. Like, all of them. She could wipe me out and I was like, why don't you just like, (laughs) why don't you just like try smoking some pot? She's like, listen, like I have grandkids and you know, they're about your age and I don't want them to see me smoking pot. I was like, do you understand if my grandmother was like, yo, you trying to spark up? I'd be like, absolutely get me there yeah when you know and she's like you know you don't think they think anything bad i was like no they'd be like yo my grandmother smokes mm-hmm. like this is cool that's dope as fuck. almost exactly. every adult in my family smokes weed and whenever i tell this information to people for the first time they're always like that's awesome i wish my family smoked too exactly. and it's like they might they might just be afraid they probably to tell just you hide it from you you know like i remember at all my family gatherings they would all go out to the garage at the same time and disappear for like a half an hour and then come back and rejoin the party. And when we were little, we didn't know it was happening. But then when I was in high school, I was like, y'all are going and getting stoned and you're not even inviting me. Yeah, like, this so, is not fair. It's not we're family. Fair. We're supposed to be sharing, like, what's me going on Me and my here. cousin, we have to go on a walk to the park to do this. And you guys just get to go into the nice, cool garage. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> when I was married to my ex-wife still, we would go visit her family in Vancouver for Christmas. And they were just... Like really, like your classic, like bad in laws. Like so, I would, I would literally like pre roll like four or five blunts, and several times throughout the day, I would be like, I am going outside. I never came up with a better excuse than that. Just like I'm going outside. I just like it out here. Mm-hmm. I guess the the cold, brittle Canadian winter is something that me and my California bones really vitalizing my soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't own a real winter jacket, but I would like to spend oh fifteen God. minutes outside. It's like it's it's like cryo treatment. You were just like getting it naturally. Yeah, it was. I'm just making sure that I'm preserving my body and my mm-hmm. youth. Mm-hmm. You sold it to me. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go to Canada. <laughs> um, okay, so Canacea, or because we still want to hear it. Um, yeah, I mean, without getting into too much detail, I think uh, I worked there for a little over a year, and it was great. Uh, the opportunity I got from Tim Shaw, the owner, and uh, the management team, Steve Evans at the time, who's now in Berkshire. Um, we just, you know, I brought, I told him when I was coming on, like, I, I don't mind doing whatever, I'll start at the bottom, and I did. Um, the inventory manager there left, and they kind of were like, so you and Derek, which is uh, the other, who's now the inventory manager, or leads, um, here. <laughs> and I was like... What do you mean? Like, mind you, I'd never done metric transfers before, nothing. What? Like, up until that point, it was kind of really pick it, picking and packing. And then uh, we kind of, Derek taught me whatever he was taught from the inventory manager and my existing inventory experience to the part of, like, how systems run, how products should be tracked and sold. Um, a lot of my inventory experience could be transferred over. It was just, like, learning the regulations from cannabis. So, Mm -hmm. like, everybody would know. The inventory side of things and cannabis is really the backbone of of the industry at the retail side because if something is out of compliance there, that could actually cause the dispensary at some point to get shut down and, like, people lose money, jobs. Like, nobody wants that. So uh, we both kind of, like, worked at it and got it hard, squared it away. It was was a lot of work. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, you kind of just felt like... um, unappreciated by staff there. I had some family problems my mom went through. Um, I got diagnosed with cancer and um, 
I had to be there for surgeries and they were like super cool about it, send me flowers. But like I found out a couple days later that they were saying when I called, uh, I had my day off actually. I hadn't called out or anything. It was just a scheduled day off after some bereavement time so I could be with my family. And um, I was called in and they were like, hey, could you come in? I was like, no, like uh, it's my day off already. And they're like, you know, but you had some time. I was like, right, but you could have scheduled me today and I'm doing something. So I can't come in. I was like, it's too short notice. Like I'm already on my way to do it. And uh, so basically they got off the phone and said, yeah, we're going to, Like, if he does that again, we're going to fire him. And I was like, it's my day off. Like, you can't threaten to fire me if I didn't... Want to come in on my day off. Yeah, like, if it was an emergency, I understand. But, like, from what I had grasped from asking other employees, like, they were pretty slow that day. So, like, it wasn't (laughs) needed for me to be there. They got a big order and just wanted extra hands. But, like, you know... Yeah, sometimes you have to do all the work because there aren't extra hands. Yeah, so, yeah, I I did a lot of that dispensary. Um, You know, I'd be in the sales floor making sales i was trained as a cashier i was doing all the inventory receiving manifests um splitting inventory because they were both adult use and medical mm-hmm. um, we actually helped derek and myself actually helped set up the adult use side shelving systems transfers we learned how to do in-house metric transfers outbound metric transfers unaffiliated like stuff that we should have been taught through metric training or stuff like that um just by like hey like, on the phone with, with somebody from, like, corporate that was Whoa. just like, this is how you do it. This is how it has to be done. I'm going to send you an email with screenshots. And it's like, okay. So we ended up doing that. And then um, That's I like started. That's, a huge risk, I feel like, to have you guys and just I was, um, doing it off of screenshots instead of having somebody there it, to show you. And we did eventually get somebody there um, that, like, showed us and, like, tried to, like, keep us caught up. But, like, it wasn't, like... You know, this is how you do it. This is how it's done. It was just like, all right, where are you lacking? Like, I'll show you real quick how I do it, and this is how it's done. Like, just do it this way, and you're fine. You know, like, it wasn't fully structured training that could, like, set you up for success. It always felt like you were putting fires out. Yeah. So, like, literally, you know, I'm a veteran who has post-traumatic stress and, like, severe anxiety. Like, going to work every day thinking about, like, people not being able to work because of mistakes that are going on in the back that have been pre-existing is like takes a toll on you and yeah. you know like i started at the position like basically at their starting rate and didn't get a raise for a while without asking and i was like you know like this is i was like listen i'm not trying to be disrespectful but i i work here a lot i'm i used to work there sunday to sunday whatever times they needed i didn't complain about it i was just like hey could i get like some extra money and they're like oh yeah man you should ask sooner and i'm like what i shouldn't if i'm if my work's showing yeah the quality i shouldn't have to ask for it and um so then that's when I started, like, looking elsewhere. I asked for a couple transfers. I asked to go to New Bedford because I know they needed an inventory position. And next door to uh, my old dispensary was their non-cannabis facility where they did all the shipping for, like, their apparel, all their, like, non-infused samples, everything like that. And they needed an inventory manager there as well. And I was like, listen, like, get like, me. That's even get easier. Me. I, I was like, get me, get me anywhere. Like, I'm, <laughs> I want to stay within this company. I really like it. And. They were like, you know, you just have to wait, wait a little bit. And I was like, my resume shows my experience. Like, I, I'm qualified. Literally, your recommendations for or your requirements, I meet them. And uh, they just kept me waiting. And then I started applying elsewhere and got a job. And the day I got a job offer, I went in. And uh, somebody had told them that I went in for an interview. And they said, hey, uh, hand us your badge. You're done here. And I was like, really? They're like, yep, we heard you found another job. Is that true? I was like, yeah, but I haven't accepted anything yet. They're like, it's fine. You can accept it. Leave. So, yeah. And then, uh, 
Which is just so sad because you go into the cannabis industry thinking that it's going to be, like, different than other corporate places. Yeah, you, and don't, then... you feel like it's not going to be corporate. And then I feel like that's where people come in and, like, get their, like, hearts broken because, like, they go into something thinking, like, hey, this is a medicinal field. Like, mm-hmm. this helped me. Let me see if I can do the same for someone else. And then you're like, ouch. So at, at some at some points it is, like, Big organizations are like MSOs, multi-state organizations. They, yeah, I th- I feel like at some points they stop caring, but like when so many people that don't have that personal connection with cannabis get involved, yeah. like I feel like that's when it becomes an issue. Because for a lot of us, I feel like money isn't why I'm in it. I'm in it because I love it. Yeah, like. M- money is because I need a job, but, like, would I still be involved with cannabis and, like, curious about learning about cannabis and sharing that knowledge if, like, universal basic income was a thing? Yeah, absolutely. Like, so, Mm -hmm. but there are many people that are just in cannabis because it's a new, very lucrative industry. Yeah, it's like the the gold rush, like, right? mm -hmm. Everybody, you put in a little money, you're guaranteed to get that back. You know, everybody wants good pot, right? So, like, you're going to make your money. You know, that's that was the big thing at our store that I said, like, listen, I know you guys are going to make money. I can make customers return if you let me price things the way it should be. Mass has a bad problem right now at, with pricing based on THC. Ugh. And you can have some really bad looking flour that has some really high THC and customers will eat it up where I have flowers <laughs> that are testing in like 17 mm-hmm. to 25 range. That are absolutely beautiful and have high terpenes and will make you feel 10 times better than some of the high testing flowers and people just don't get terpenes yet. And where the West Coast is ahead of us is that, you know, like you go to a dispensary and people are looking for terpene profile or specific strains or specific crosses. They know a little bit more about cannabis right now and that just comes with time. Thank you for further validating that because we've talked about that on the podcast before. But still, it's the number one thing people ask for when they come to a dispensary. Medical or not, they want the THC. I can't smoke anything. Testing under 25%. It just won't get me high. We had a customer come in like a week ago and I was like, bro, I'm telling you I'm not going to get high. I said, literally, I was like, I will give you any accessory in my case. If you take this home and it doesn't get you high, I can guarantee you it will. He came in yesterday and bought two more or bought a quarter of the same flower. And I was like, so what did I say? And he was like, dude, I don't know. He was like, I guess percentages really don't matter. I was like, shout out to that dude. All based on terpenes, man. I was like, and some growers like nature's heritage know what they're doing and they're selling a great product. That's quality and hand trimmed. You know, they are a big organization and they have a massive grow facility, but for them to hand trim it says, Hey, Listen, we have good product. That's why, you know, they can charge what they charge. No, not a lot of places are hand trimming anymore. No. Yeah. That's the, the and you can problem. Tell yeah. You open your eighth and there's a whole bunch of sugar leaves just chilling. All over house. it. And I'm like, and then one of them is like haphazardly hacked off. And I'm like, oh, so the machine tried to get it. That's nice. Yeah. And, and popcorn. Like, listen, I, I'm not a person that cares that much about the nug size, bit nug size but I do care about <clears throat> the quality and sometimes, like, people care about the nug size. Like, hey, they don't yeah. think it's good weed if it's not <clears throat> a dense nug or a big nug. You got to feel the market out right now. And, and a people lot of are places, loving quality like you over said, nug. the pricing, they'll price all the weed the same. 
Yeah. Uh, regardless of Ugh. whether it's like good that size nugs crazy. or if it's little popcorn. Nugs. When I worked at Sunnyside, all <laughs> of all of the weed was priced the same. Yeah. And then the Cresco stuff would be priced like $5 less to encourage people to buy the Cresco stuff. And I was just like, but all of this weed is not the same quality. It's, so how are you selling it all for the same price? <clears throat> like betraying your customer. Maybe. Yeah. And that's pretty much, and mass is like the 7-Eleven market, right? Where like, <laughs> I tell people right now, that's what it is. You like, if you go to a 7-Eleven and you want something from behind the counter, you got to walk up, you got to tell the person what you want, and then you get it. And mass right now, for the most part, that's what it is. You walk up to a screen, you look at yep. the weed and the percentages and then you're like cool I want that and mm-hmm. you don't know what you're getting that's another big thing that has to change and that's why I think our dispensary is kind of yeah. ahead in our area because you we can have actually look at and shit you can see your flower and you can read about it and you can ask questions and you can spend time it, you don't feel rushed you want to take an hour cool and people out here too they don't really know a whole lot about specific strains so just looking at the names of cannabis they can't be like oh yeah i like that any good business practice you look into like where people spend more money and they don't spend more money when they're in a line at a store looking at a screen they do when they feel a connection with somebody and they can relate and and they can ask questions and that's what we do we make something feel personable and you get the best experience and I feel like that's where a lot of dispensaries are failing. Even if they were doing what we were doing and pricing their flour, what they were pricing it at, they would do a better job with sales if they were doing what we were. Just making that connection, that customer experience top tier. Like, I don't know how you make a customer's connection at work because, like, people barely go inside. They have to place their orders online still, right? Still, even though the mask mandate's been lifted and fucking everything is going back to semi-normal... I don't know why my dispensary is like the only one in the state that's still like only order ahead and online. And I think that that mostly has to do with the fact that we have zero staff. <laughs> no, but it, it's unfortunate. Like when cannabis, where like most of the teams are so small. Who wants jelly beans? Somebody. Absolutely. Was that a question? Uh, like... It was more of a statement. Um, and like a so pass. Is this it like should a be good. Flavor? Yeah, you just mm-hmm. put it down on the bottom. This is. And then. Is this real yeah. Life? Yeah, it is. It's really weird. And then if you pull if hard enough, I can enough, do it. You can yeah, do it. it'll like the the turp pearls will spin, but they're a little bit too heavy. And I've been waiting to buy lighter ones until we get them in because I'm a cheap this is bitch. Beautiful. Do the other yeah. ones go down your sink? Um, your yeah, the other pearls. ones went down my sink. They just and then I had one pair of turp pearls crack. Yeah, we need some of those. Like. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I might have made it too hot. I usually no, set a good. timer, but that's why I have tizzy for. <coughs> It is like literally specifically just for, for, for dabs. I um, really want to get like one of those, um, like readers, like temperature reader. I want to get things. those in the store too. They Can have like we? these, like, um, it's called. I feel like it would be easy to convince the people we had to convince. <coughs> Absolutely. <coughs> oh my God. It lands in my nose. And I think that's literally, it's like spicy mustard in my nose. Yeah. Right? And I'm not even a spicy mustard person. I love the well, way mustard looks when it's growing. Yeah. But, like, I only like honey mustard. I don't I'm like other forms of mustard. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. See, I'm not a big fan of mustard. Sorry. I'm disappointing yeah. you guys. Mustard's definitely not my favorite. Yeah. More mustard for me. As and relish. How do we feel about relish? Oof. Yeah, I'm on a relish hot dog. Oh, God, what do you put on a hot dog? Ketchup? Yeah, just ketchup. So I thought sorry. I was the child when it came to my food palette, No, but, like, but clearly... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, <laughs> it depends where I am in the world, because, like, I've traveled a lot, and, like, 
In Portugal, you get these, like, hot dogs that are literally, like, a foot long, and you can get literally anything mm. on it. Like, little french fries, eggs. Oh. It's, like, Oh, shit. I was, like, an egg on a hot and dog. And then, like, they'll put ranch all over the top of it, and I was like, this is not gonna be good, but, like, fuck me up. So, like, I took a bite, and I was like, who are you? Are you married? <laughs> right. You're gonna be. Make another <laughs> one of those and see what happens. You know, like, it was wonderful, but, uh... It's just, like, where you are. Like, people have different palettes around the world, and it's, like, really crazy, like, to see how different everything is. And, like, still, I wouldn't do mustard Wait, on any of it. <laughs> Wait, so have you smoked weed in other countries? Because no. I've, like, well, been to in, Mexico, and I've been to Europe, but I've never smoked weed in those countries. I and mean, before I smoked... COVID, I was supposed to go to Spain, and I was going to go to dispensaries there, and I got that ripped away from me. Along with, like, you know, so many people's lives. I smoked in Portugal after I got out of the military. Um, but, like, it was, like, what's really big there is hash. Yeah, I've so heard like, that. Um, my cousin put probably, like, a half-gram sliver into a cigarette, and it was absolutely oh. atrocious taste-wise. <laughs> but I was peeled. Like, mm-hmm. I was, like, sick. Let's speak Portuguese high. I was, like, this is a different experience. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, it was, it was fun, but, like... Uh, International. Crappy weed. Um, I have a I have an uncle that grows in Spain and like he's I sent him picture of stuff here and he's like what in the fuck is that like what are how trichomes what is snow and I was like pretty much you know what I mean like it's it's dusted here like if you oh we God, get really good genetics in Europe I mean apparently it's it's like a genetics thing they don't have the same pipeline to get like okay. really good genetics at least that's what he explained to me and I was like I mean I can send you seeds yeah and he's like, huh. let us help what? you. And, um, yeah, so, like, and the expense thing there. Yeah, seeds are small. We could smuggle seeds. No oh, you can, you can, it's yeah. completely legal to send seeds across the world. You, at, it's the point you grow them where it becomes Okay, illegal. yeah, yeah. But you could just be a seed trader. Yep. You could just be using them for educational purposes. Literally, that's, like, before it all became legal, that's what it said. When I write, write descriptions for stuff, lots of the time I get, in, in for, like, some of the information I get is from seed websites. Because yep. they have better information mm-hmm. for Absolutely. you. And a lot more information mm-hmm. than, like, Leafly and, like... Yeah, Leafly. Let's, um... <laughs> people who, like... Use it use as a Bible. Leafly as the fucking word of God. Ugh. I swear. It, uh... It's atrocious. Yeah. That people use that as, like, a Bible. When you can find a lot better information pretty much anywhere. Yeah. And Literally not saying on that Reddit. it has, it doesn't have bad information, but like it could be better. It's just like very it's broad. The ABCs yeah. of yes, very of cannabis. broad cannabis. It's Sometimes like misleading. Intro. Yes, yeah, but very, very, very broad. Like that... every description of every single strain is like uplifting or calming, mm-hmm. uplifting, calming. If they use a calming uplift, like what? <laughs> I'm like, can I'm like uplifting? And then I've never been even, uplifted. It doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> I like, don't unless... understand. Everybody calls something uplift, and I'm like, why don't you guys all come up with like your own things? Like, yeah. there's I... so many other words. They're all so unpack your to adjectives. Say. Okay. They're all just afraid to say that this weed makes you happy because they know it's there's going to be one miserable bitch that's like, well, I still have depression. Your weed didn't work. <laughs> I'm not happy. Pokemon Go didn't make me happy, and this didn't make me happy. We had a, a customer come in yesterday that was, like, literally, like, yelling at Ryan. was like, so what's your first time patient discounts? And Ryan he was like, so sweet. He was like, ma'am, we're, we're recreational. And she was like, so I'm a medical patient. He was like, that's Ugh. not how that works. You know, it, she's like, yeah. yes, it does. 
And he goes, I'm sorry, but it doesn't. Like, she was like, then when, when are you going to be medical? And he was like, oh my God. Uh, we're, we're not. Never. And she was like, well, okay. I hope I never see you again. And like oh. turned around and was like so rude. And I was like, geez. What did Ryan do to you? I He's not in charge of the licensing. No, I, I was like, damn, I could have gave you like a pre-roll, like our cheapest pre-roll. And like, at least it would have helped you out a little bit. Like, what's up? Like, yeah. dude, it's okay. There's light at the end of the tunnel. It is okay. Like just miserable. She could have followed us on Instagram and gotten a free lighter. Boom. You know? See? Didn't have to be a hater. Or we just can... like... <laughs> Pay the 10 bucks, shout out to Flickr, and get, like, a sick Flickr lighter. Yeah. Really way more fun to have a fidget spinner than a plain lighter. Absolutely. Really way less likely to lose it. Yeah, because I I don't think Exactly. Like, I keep mine in my car, so, like, when I get to work, I just grab it, and I'm, like, at work spinning it. And I honestly do it a lot. It's it's so fun. Okay, I'm afraid to smoke this one, because last time I smoked it, I had woken up from eight hours worth of sleep, and I still fell back asleep. Well, then don't. So if it's I bitch wonderful. out, but we it's can, amazing. It tastes like white grape. It's an indica. I know you're going to love this. Mm. It is very good. Yeah. I am an indica. Be, can I, yeah. can yeah. I already flicker? So convenient that I had it just now. <laughs> I'm like, love so it. you have to at least smoke it at some point today. Even if you guys just smoke it and I bitch out. Because I can't handle the Apes really in Space strain. But I did see on their website that they have Apes in Space in a concentrate, which they interests me. They have a lot of concentrates. And I'm really thinking about next order through them. Um, buying like half grams. Because a lot of people like don't want to commit to full gram hash rosin because it's expensive. Yeah. So at least with the half grams, I can be like, try it. And I had somebody come in thinking that um, we had half grams the other day for concentrates. We do now. Yeah. Uh. We have chocolate oranges wax from Cultivate, and then we also have the lemon meringue wax. I like the chocolate oranges strain because it's an indica that I can handle during the daytime. But It is super, super citrusy. I uh, opened one to use as a display, and it smelled wonderful. Nice. Can I ask you, have you ever wholesaled from Happy Valley? I have not. Okay, I'm just curious. Who is Happy Valley? I don't know, but we just got flour from them, and I'm curious to we know. We got like, a follow from them? I do know. Ooh. No, we got flour from them. Oh, flour from them. Um, oh, I thought you meant a follow. I wish <laughs> we got a follow. Maybe we'll get there. Um, we'll try their cannabis. I've tried their carts before. When I worked in Middleborough, <clears throat> we carried them when they first came out. Somebody on our executive team knows somebody who started that dispensary, so like they were like, "Yeah, we'll help you out." Like, you yeah, know, that's the good thing about the cannabis industry; they're willing to help small businesses out a lot of the time. And I know, at least at our dispensary, like that's what I look for: craft cannabis, something that's small but like, yeah, like I delicious. Love, I love sixteen twenty. Sixteen twenty is killing it. The Ellesmere that we have in store right now is <clears throat> probably one of our our highest terpene profiles and. I'll sell that all day to people and be like, hey man, like this is testing around 25% and... And surprise, we still have some left. And it's testing really good with percentages. So like you're, if you're looking yeah. for percentages, it's this is 25, it. right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's testing at like 1.88 terpenes, which is not bad. It's like, yeah. Best yeah. of both worlds. Yeah. It really is a balanced hybrid. It's very good. Yeah. I like it. I fuck with it. That's I'd like to have it in a flower. We were like puffing on when we were running around Maine with it. Yeah. yeah. These hemp wraps are actually, like, really good, too. Like, they're not... You don't taste it very much, and it hits pretty smooth and burns pretty evenly throughout. I was surprised how much I liked these hemp wraps, because I didn't... I used to like the high hemp wraps, and then I ended up not liking them after a while. Yeah, so... so I wasn't sure about They these. made... I think they sourced these through Europe, but, like, um, they're, like, all natural hemp. Whoever they use is great, and they use, like, a uh, natural terpene glue to seal them, so, like, you're not oh. getting any, like, additives or anything like Love that. Love to it's hear great. that. That's so nice. Which is wonderful. Your lungs will thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Only a little bit, because you're still smoking. 
when I reached out to them, they were like, so you're going to have to wait a little bit. Like, we're just backed up on packaging. I was like, it's cool. I'll wait. And they're like, really? Whatever I was like, you say. I, was like, I want to carry and you. And then you. like, give me whatever you want to give me. I'll take it with open arms and hugs. And they're like, how's a pound of both of the five and the uh, the two pack pre-rolls? And I was like, deal. Let's, let's get it in. See how it does. It's doing wonderful. And hopefully we'll be carrying the pre-packaged flour because they're supposed to be launching in August with pre-packaged aids. If I we carried that. that, that'd be great. They have the Ellesmere, they have Wayne's oh, World, yeah. they have a few strains that they're supposed to be launching, which is going to be great. So I'm, I'm into excited. it. <laughs> I really want to see their whole bud flower because it's it, like their pre-rolls yeah. taste this amazing. And I like, want to see how I've pretty seen, the bud is. Exactly. I've seen some of their like sample shots to show the quality of the flower and it's been honestly like amazing and a lot of people <laughs> in mass at least um, underestimate sun-grown flower. Like, you'll hear a lot of wholesalers yeah. talking about... Tons of oh, people in like, New England, actually, just, like, as a whole, are like, ew, grown outside. Yeah, oh my god. Well, and I'll be honest, uh, as a West Coaster, there's so much better experience the cannabis industry in California, where you can't really grow outside, well, not it's really. a lot harsher. It is harsher, but, like, a lot Depends of the bigger companies... A lot of the bigger companies started off, like, outdoors. And, like, they only transitioned indoors once it became, like, a money thing. Like, but they got, like, Jungle Boy started their whole, their whole emprise growing out outside, but became so successful and their strains blew up so much mm-hmm. that they were like, we need to go indoors to meet the demand. It's just a little harder in yeah. the climate and when you can grow. Yeah. It's really constrained, so a lot of people just go indoors with that. Whenever yeah. I think about growing outside and like Matt, in California, so. <laughs> I think about murder that Murder Mountain documentary on Netflix. Did you see that one? What? Oh that my god, you have to watch Murder me. Mountain. It's literally like yeah. about like how the OGs that had like the mountainside and cannabis just it was like a wild west. They did like whatever they wanted. And it's like a documentary showing there's like a clip I remember seeing on Facebook of the dude like hopping out with an ATV and just like pulling a gun out. It's like what are you doing on my property? And I was like, you're guiding them, stupid. Like, what do you mean? Put the blunt down. Calm down. <laughs> do you know who Josh Del Rosso is? An OG Kush so. guy. I don't think so. I just don't want you to think I'm talking shit right now. <laughs> He's the guy that is, like, attributed to making OG Kush what it is today. Okay. My older sister used to be married to him. No <laughs> way. That's awesome. They lived on a grow farm that then my dad took over. That's and crazy that's, as fuck. That's where the story... That's that where will... the story that we're safe for another <sighs> time happens, but... It's such a good story. Yeah. What fun times. That's awesome. Yeah. And to top it all off, her last name is Potts. <laughs> It's That's like great. cannabis has been in my destiny. <laughs> it's it's in almost your written That's in your awesome. name. Like, it took forever for my family to be accepting of it, and my dad was kind of the one that pushed me into cannabis again. Cause, yeah. Like, getting out of the service, you know, being prescribed so many different medications, and it was like, this quality of life is terrible. And, like, my dad's like, listen, low-key, you're a dickhead all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of suck. You need to smoke some pot. Like, I asked Joe, which is a very close family friend of mine, Marine Corps veteran, um, Vietnam era and he's like dude I just like smoke pot and it, it helps a lot he's like I don't know the science behind it but it helps and I was like dude no like I'm fresh out of the military and I was mm-hmm. like this is not helping like no way and he's like take this next time you're having a bad day at the end of the night try this and I was like okay and I said as an okay as like out of respect and I like literally like left it where it was and like put it on my dresser and like had a really bad night one night I was like fuck it and, like can't sleep 
might as well try it. Like, went on the balcony, smoked, went inside, slept. Like, instant. I was, like, woke up, was, like, stretching. I was, like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I slept. That was glorious. And, like, actually slept. So, like, I was, like, maybe he's on to something. So, that's really how I got into cannabis. I started, like, asking questions on, like, veteran groups for, like, in New England. There's, like, literally a, a Facebook group called New England's Veteran Alliance. It's just for cannabis. And it's literally anybody in the veteran community that wants to learn about cannabis, any events in New England, they help veterans once a year get cannabis cards for free. They're, they're great. Okay, wait. It was called New England Veteran Veterans Alliance. Alliance. Okay. Never, on yeah. Facebook? Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, they're great. Go great find group. it, guys. Get your free medical cards. Kind of, like, dove into them and started learning through that and then just started consuming more and trying to see what worked better for me and, and just reading a lot of Reddit, too. Because, <laughs> like... Boston Trees Boston Reddit. Trees. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a good way to learn if you really don't know anything and just like asking questions without sounding too dumb so you don't get roasted. This, yeah, yeah, there is a lot There's of There's always the fear of getting Boston roasted. Yeah. But, you know, it's Reddit, so why would you go on Reddit if you weren't willing to but take that chance? there's enough threads that you can search through at this point that you can probably get learn your question answered. Learn a lot of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Without having to actually close it yourself. So, you can um, type stuff into a search engine and have, like, results populate yep. from Boston Trees from, like, three years it's ago. Great. Mm-hmm. That's really what, like, sparked my interest in cannabis and then snowball effect from there and kind of really, really wanted to get involved with it and then got my chance. And Had you ever smoked weed before that? Yeah, in high school. So okay. I went to New Bedford Vogue. There used to be a thing. If you went to Vogue, you smoke pot. Go to Vogue, you smoke. Yeah, so like people, <laughs> people in my shop specifically, it was everybody's brother sold weed. So like everybody always had weed. And now we'd smoke before class. Or just in shop, because I was a dumbass as as it was. The educational part of it, uh, the school part of it. But in shop, we'd smoke before and you can still work. And uh, that's what we would do, just like before school. And then when I decided to enlist, I stopped smoking and squared myself away. Uh, and then how many years was it? Uh, three and a half. Okay. So three and a half, I did two deployments, and then uh, here we are. Cannabis is my friend. Damn. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy part of my life. I left uh, literally probably like a month after graduation. Wow. I didn't realize it was that quick. Yeah, I graduated <laughs> in July, and I left in August. Whoa. August 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. And then I went to Fort Sill, sweat my absolute nuts off. It was terrible. I got Where heat rash oh, in, Oklahoma. in, like, oh, in Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma? It's, it's brutally hot. My first week there, I literally had heat rash from like the base <gasps> of my head and the back of my neck to the bottom of my ankles. I've never experienced heat like that. And you're sweating standing outside, your uniform, uniform, and oh, it's scratchy. And, so like it's just making your skin more irritated. It's and they're just so like, they're yo, just toughen up. they're just trying to like, sweat you out? No, they're just like, toughen up. Like, you gotta get your skin used to it. So they give you an ointment, and you just like, rub it on your back at night after a shower. And it was like, sick, this feels kind of good. I have a friend who came from um, a military family in high school, and she was always like, I'm gonna go straight into the military after high school when she was growing up. And she dropped out of boot camp. The Peace. worst part was like, <laughs> what they call reception, where like, you in process, and like, they get you signed up. Well, not like signed up, but like, your paperwork finalized, and you're getting your IDs, and your uniforms. The drill sergeants there aren't supposed to smoke you, meaning like, give you physical punishment, but they do something called locking you out, which is like, when you start to push up, your arms are locked out before you go down, and they they literally just make you hold that. Hold that. We'll be back next time with the second half of our episode, Military to Cannabis. Featuring Nelson. See you next time on Pot with Pots.